Information presented on the Integra Law Legal Hour is intended as general information regarding legal issues. They are presented as informational only and should not be considered as legal advice, promotion as actual law in your jurisdiction, or establishing an attorney-client relationship. Please consult with an attorney before taking any action regarding the information that you have received on this show. The views and opinions expressed by guests on the show are strictly their own and do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Integra Law or of this broadcast station. Information presented by guests are their own and should not be considered an endorsement or advice being offered by by Integra Law. Hey, once again, welcome back to the Integra Law Legal Hour. We are now joined by family law attorney Haley Dickey. And Haley, I'm happy to see that you have Dr. Jacob Gibson with you once again. Yeah, we're so happy to have Dr. Gibson on the show again. He is a licensed marriage and family therapist um, out of South Valley Family Wellness. So welcome, Jacob. Thank you. Glad to be back. Today, you know, we were chatting before the show and just kind of talking about, you know, we've been promoting a little bit on this show, a new sort of holistic approach that, that we've gathered a few professionals <laughs> to, to try and um, approach divorce in a little bit of a different way. We call it Divorce is Scary. And we have Jacob on the show to talk a little bit about why therapy is part of a holistic approach to divorce and why this might be, a, therapy is always a good thing to look into, um, why you need some, maybe a specialist that, that has some specialty in uh, children and families to be able to help the families through through divorce and, and kind of make sure to mitigate those um, struggles that, that come with divorce. Right. So Jacob, if you can kind of tell us a little bit, um, we were talking about sort of on a larger scope, what people should be thinking about before divorce or as they're, they're approaching divorce, maybe how therapy might, might help at that time. Yeah, you bet. I'm, I'm uh, grateful to be a part of this because the, uh, the need for support emotionally, mentally um, during a, a big change like divorce is is significant. And if it's, if it's not mentioned by somebody that sees something going on, often it gets forgotten or, or, or just not even aware that, that that's something that's needed, especially if there's children involved. Um, but even the adults within the, uh, um, within the process with the, those relationships, getting ready for it, making, going through the process. And then afterward is always something to look at. So a couple of considerations as far as starting with the adults and, and uh, getting ready for that and considering it. Um, I've been working with a few this year and currently a couple of them as they're thinking about, you know, the, the marriage just isn't going very well. Um, I, I don't really want to get divorced, but I'm considering it because I've tried everything I can think of. Um, sometimes they come in together for couples counseling. Sometimes it's individuals and, Part of the process is just discussing what that's going to be like, um, what the future looks like currently, what are some of their needs, what do they feel like some of the needs aren't being met, and is that going to be any different if they um, if they split from their partner? Um, so one, kind of getting used to the idea. Uh, people don't go into marriage planning to get divorced, typically, anyway. They are getting together with somebody they care a lot about and plan to be there for a long time. Um, and particularly in this area with the um, 
conservative Christian, the idea is that they'll be together for the rest of their lives. And so the getting used to the idea of splitting up sometimes takes a while. And it's such a shock to them. It's, it's foreign. It's not something that they uh, were prepared for. And so that's a lot of the conversation that we have. And then it's, it's getting used to what is it going to look like if I do do this? And if they've already made the decision, how do we set it up to where they are uh, caring for themselves? Um, and, and right now, just talking about just the individuals, let's assume for a moment there, there aren't any children involved. Um, we can talk about that in a little bit here and how to, how to help that happen. Um, but just for themselves, uh, we're talking finances, which is why we've brought in Scott and uh, his financial coaching. Um, and we have access to some others and referrals so that they can talk about some of the other financial issues that are going on. How, but how are they going to be ready financially to take care of themselves, particularly if it's the partner that was, you know, if it's a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad, they haven't been working. And so the idea of doing it alone without a partner that's the main breadwinner, it's, it's something to consider. Um, what it's going to be like to be living alone and not having someone that you can check in with and, and have a uh, grounding conversation at the end of the day, uh, pretty important to look at. Uh, and then we have, if within the conflict and the troubles that were happening uh, was some betrayal, maybe some infidelity, um, whether it's a full um, sexual uh, uh, affair or even just an emotional affair. Someone got you know too many, too friendly or just drifted apart. They feel betrayed. They feel lost. There's a lot of grief that goes on with the idea of divorce and, and there's a lot to work through. And so there's a, a lot of issues like that to, um, to talk about before the decision is made um, as far as getting ready for it. And then even once it's been made and afterward, there's a lot to process. Um, part of it then is preparing themselves to talk to their children. When kids are involved, parents wonder, how do we tell the kids? How do we break it to them? How do I tell them when I haven't even told my spouse yet that I'm going to do this? Sometimes I'm coming together saying, how do we then tell our children? Uh, one is to recognize that often kids are already knowing something's going on. They see the signs, they see the distance, they see the conflict. Um, and so just to be aware of that, sometimes it's just confirming to them what they've already been sensing. Um, sometimes when they come into my office to tell the kids, the children already kind of know. And for some of them, it's a relief when there's a lot of conflict because they don't like seeing their parents fight and they've seen other friends have parents who are divorced and they start thinking, I wonder if my parents would be happier if they weren't together. Um, so some considerations to, uh, to think about when preparing to talk to kids. Other things for that is consider their ages. Some are going to be asking some questions um, that are a little bit more adult. If they're into teenage years, they're going to want to know a little bit more than maybe a five or six year old. Um, Talk to them at the appropriate level of age and maturity they are. Um, and important to remember is not to bring up parts of the relationship that are meant to stay in the adult relationship. We don't want to invite kids into the adult subsystem at any time. They, they don't belong there. Um, the parental subsystem is it's time to be parents and not to invite kids up into that. And so if there is infidelity and betrayal and, and uh, uh, 
things like that that have happened. Finding a way to tell the kids without mentioning that um, for the most part. And again, these are general principles. If it makes sense to let some of them know um, and, and you talk about that with your therapist or with the, the partner or something like that, then, then maybe it is a more appropriate thing to say. But for the most part, uh, infidelity really doesn't need to be talked about with kids. Um, some of the fights and the things that you fight about really doesn't need to be brought up to the kids. It's important to let them know it's got nothing to do with them, that um, it is nothing about loss of love for the kids or anything that the kids did. It's about the parents. Uh, it, kids will take that on themselves anyway, without even trying, without even anything happening with the parents saying anything. And so it'll be really important to set that from the very beginning and help them understand that it is about the adults and not the children. Um, so a couple of things there to, to uh, consider as the adults are getting ready for it, as they're preparing the kids. Absolutely. And, and kind of the context that we're talking about is, is when we talk about this sort of um, divorce is scary, you know, process that we want to start to implement, it would be so bad. I, I can just think about, I'm thinking through clients and, and who really would have benefited from talking to you, Jacob, or to a therapist to try and prepare for what these conversations look like. And a lot of times it's one party you know, maybe being more concerned with, with how to approach the children and the other being a little bit haphazard, you know, versus maybe talking to somebody and getting a really good understanding for how this is going to affect, um, the children and, right. and their emotional stability and, and how to make sure they get through that. And on the other hand, there's also, I have parents that are, are their entire focus is their kids. And I think that sometimes, they don't give enough time to themselves to really process what's going on and, and, and right. don't give themselves any help with the, the mental health aspect of this. So such great advice as part of this, this divorce is scary approach. We, we want people to understand that this isn't just talk to an attorney and, and separate and then figure it out that there are resources that are available to take advantage of. And, and that's, you know, why Dr. Gibson is here to, to kind of, discuss those. So we'll discuss more when we get back. We're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law, and we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We 
or United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a health care program. Sign up for Liberty HealthShare today. As a Christian health care sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now and you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. And we are back. This is the Integra Law Legal Hour. Family law attorney Haley Dickey is here with uh, Dr. Jacob Gibson talking about a very timely subject too, Haley, and that is uh, divorce is scary. I guess the program itself is really timely. But the subject, Hi. you know, it, it approaches the subject, I think, from a very productive uh, direction. Absolutely. Yeah, we're here with Dr. Jacob Gibson. He's a licensed marriage and family therapist with South Valley Family Wellness. And talking about sort of this new approach that we're, we're trying to, to promote, um, which is a holistic approach to divorce. So typically, you know, when somebody's looking to get divorced, they really, it's kind of a one-stop shop. They talk to an attorney and, you know, I... I practice family law and I certainly am aware that I do not, I am not capable of providing for all of my clients' needs. And much of those needs come from sort of some mental health needs. Um, And so, like I said, we're here with Dr. Jacob Gibson. He's talking about how people can, in the last segment, he talked about how people can prepare for divorce that maybe at that time, even before you've, you know, you started filing the paperwork, that it might be good to start some therapy, some family therapy, some one-on-one therapy for parents who need some, some of that emotional support um, to help with the mental wellness aspect. Um, divorce is so hard. And if there's anything that I've learned practicing in this area of the law, it's 
that it re- typically it is it is most typical that this is extremely emotionally excruciating that this process is hard on every single family member and that i think anybody would absolutely benefit from from having conversations with a therapist to discuss what that looks like for them what this you know this emotional separation looks like for emotional and physical separation looks like for them so Jacob, we were we were talking a little bit about why maybe before divorce, both children and parents could benefit from talking to a mm-hmm. therapist. Right. Um, tell us a little bit more about about why why therapy during divorce. Sure, sure. And and uh, previously we'd kind of focused on the adults and and how to work with them. When children are involved, I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, how to handle things when when the couple has children and there's them to tell and to help work through the process. So kind of recap real quick when revealing to the children that the parents are going to split, making sure that any conversation is at their age and developmental level. Um, And maybe that means talking with the older ones separate from the younger ones, because there's going to be different questions, Um, letting them know at the right time and not back and forth when you're still, deciding, yes, I will, no, I won't, yes, I will, no, I won't, but when it's final, um, you know, making sure that it's, you're preparing for some of the questions they may have and being prepared to say, hey, that's a, that's a, that's a topic for only adults. That's not something we're going to talk to our children about and being okay with that because there are some topics that children don't uh, need to really know about um, when parents are looking at, at splitting up. Uh, one of the biggest things to look for um, or to pay attention to which, when children are involved is when they're really struggling and when they might need some professional help outside of parents. If the kids can talk to the parents, perfect. That is where it really should be. And that's part of my job is helping kids feel comfortable with that, helping the parents be in a position where they can answer any questions and and be in an emotional space to um, to have those conversations without you know, maybe defensiveness or their own triggers happening or something so that the kids are taken care of and the the parents' issues are kind of set aside. So what to look for when they're struggling, um, significant mood changes, changes in uh, social involvement. Maybe they withdraw from friends, uh, changes in, in school success. Um, you're, you're looking for significant changes from from who they typically are. And when that happens, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's all about the divorce. It could be something happening in their own life, but it's worth questions. It's worth saying, you seem a little more stressed. You seem down or depressed. You know, is this, are you thinking about us splitting up? Is this about uh, your dad and I not being together anymore? Do you have some fears? It, It means ask some questions. And then from that, you may get some answers. And if you don't get answers and it just seems to be a building of anger, depression, anxiety, just set it up and take them in anyway. And maybe it's about you as the parent who decided to divorce or they can't uh, feel comfortable bringing it up. So those are some things to look for when significant changes within who they've been are happening. Uh, It's important to consider uh, custody, what's going to be best for the children. This is a hard part when two parents are angry and divorcing, uh, feeling betrayed, uh, bitterness. Um, It's difficult to hold in your mind, think about what the children need when so hurt, so angry. And yet it is one of the most critical things when um, 
talking about divorce is anything to do with the children. It's got to be about the children's needs. And so custody is about that, whether it's 50-50, whether it's primary uh, custody with one parent over the other because of the uh, location, they're going to be closer to school with less disruption, closer to the friends with less disruption. Um, maybe one parent is is moving out of state and it makes more sense to be in one state than the other, right? Whatever the situation is, what's best for the children. Some future considerations in thinking about what's best for them. Where are they going to go to school? Is that going to change? Um, can one parent stay in the home that they've been in? Or is it going to need to be sold during the divorce? And how can we best create a situation for the kids when if they got to have to move schools or change friends and neighborhood neighborhoods? Thinking of custody ahead of time, there's standard uh, visitation and parent time. Um, thinking about holidays and different activities. Um, I've had conversations with kids who are are sad and 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 angry because. You know, they're really into gymnastics, but it cuts into one parent time and that parent is more interested in having their time than them consider, continuing their, their gymnastics um, because it's a distance away and it means they have less time with them. And, and those are all considerations to, to think about. Um, and I understand that point of the view of the parents and yet it's important to the children. So it's a really complicated thing. Um, and so if, if part of the considerations is what is best for my children, then a lot of decisions will be made differently than what do I want, right? And so it really goes to the type of questions that are being asked and um, and whose needs are being considered. So when talk, thinking about children and including them, those are some of the principles to look for. And, and there's many others, but those are the ones I want to kind of bring forward today and, and make sure get considered. Yeah, it's This topic is so interesting to me, I think, because I don't have the tools to be able to help my clients really as as well as I wish that they need, they need a professional to be getting involved in, in many of these cases. Um, I, I just recently had a conversation with a client that I've been thinking about and, and they indicated that, um, we were kind of talking about the divorce process and how there's contested and uncontested and what that looks like mm-hmm. um, and what the difference in negotiation styles that both of those approaches have. And, and in an uncontested divorce, you're really looking at a pra- from a practical standpoint, what works for the family. And I think divorce is scary is, is more that approach. It's more, Hey, I, I know that there's all of these laws. I know that potentially if you go to trial that you could get full custody, right? But mm-hmm. what is in the best interest of the kids? What works for our family? What is the best for them right. versus what's what can I get away with? What's the most that I can get from this litigation? Right. Um, and I think divorce is scary. We're really looking more at, trying to help our clients approach this much more practically um, to preserve, you know, the mental health of their children and the mental health of of them as well. And and to preserve their finances. We talked about, you know, Scott Sherman, we have him as a financial coach um, that, you know, we're sending clients to. So this really is an approach to help people really understand from a practical aspect, not so much the contentious legal 
you know, fighting about the law, trying to get as much as you can, but practically right. what is in our family's best interest. And, and I think Jacob, you just highlighted, like there's so many things that you need to consider. You need a, th- you need to have a therapist involved. I, I think that it's just so clear. And I, I tell that to my clients all the time, but you know, they need to be listening to this show to really understand from a practical aspect, why that's the case. Right. So, Definitely helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the show, Jacob. You're we welcome. love having you here. Um, please get in contact with us. The The point of contact for us to get, you know, get services, we're really talking about divorce is scary. Um, so give us a call at Integra Law. It's 801-876-5297. And we can get you in contact with Jacob and Scott, who who are really here to provide those services that, you know, attorneys really just can't.